0: And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is web design. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who's supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at MurdyCreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us on our social media to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use our subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on our website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime all right so today we're talking about web design and there's a lot to this topic I'm sure that there will probably be a, uh, a sequel episode to this where I might go into more details but um, I just wanted to cover some of the basics so for those of you who didn't know my past I did teach e-commerce at Concordia for a little while and I thought I really enjoyed it but one of the things that we talked about in my e-commerce class was different ways to do web design and how it factors into the overall online brand of a company now Websites are obviously very important for selling anything and having any sort of online presence out there, but it's difficult sometimes to build a website when you have no idea where to start. Now, I often recommend to both my clients who I work with, but then also I use myself is Wix. Wix.com. Wix.com is a great place to get started. It's an incredibly easy way to build a website. Unlike uh, a lot of other platforms, you may not need to, you don't need to know anything about coding and it's really kind of really good looking off the shelf, and it's very simple, and it's very easy to start, and you probably can get a a really good website up and rolling for less than $300. So that's where I always recommend, and they don't sponsor this in any way. I've just used them a lot, and so I like uh, promoting them whenever I can. And so I started my website a while back. Actually, I really started using Wix when I started building my website for my first company, Merdy Global, about three years ago. But I've, I've really enjoyed using it ever since then, and I've continued to, to redesign and redevelop within the Wix platform as they've continued to expand and grow and do all sorts of cool things. But I tell my students in class, the first thing that you need to do if you're ever looking at starting a company and doing a website is thinking to yourself, well, are there other websites out there that I really like that I can use their design elements or use that kind of uh, the, the, the artistic, the graphic work that they put together, Right. And the reason I say that is don't necessarily copy a website out there, but you don't have to reinvent the wheel when it comes to good website design as far as layouts go. There's a lot of big companies out there that spend a lot of money working on developing the absolute best platform to sell their product on in the most interesting and dynamic way. And they pay a lot of very smart people a lot of money to figure out exactly how to do that. So I think that it's important for us to be able to recognize that we should go and look at what they do and say, you know what, I can implement maybe even a small part of that kind of thing on my own website. I think it's important to develop a color scheme and a theme and to develop what you want your website to kind of be around, what you want people to feel when they come to your website. And that actually gets into kind of more today's topic and a little more of the website redesign for our company, for my company. So initially, when I first created our first product, the the feeling that i had wanted to evoke when i created the website was this sense that you'd walked into your your grandfather or your father's shop and the the lights are off and there's a single lone kind of sunlight beam that's coming through the window and is hitting the wood desk and you walk over to the wood desk and you look up there and there's our journal sitting on the desk. That's the kind of the feeling I wanted to evoke. So I chose a wood background. A lot of the the color schemes were very much kind of darker, more wood based. Um, and I thought that I think I still do to this day I think that it was a, a good thing for the time and for what we were doing. The initial company was really only around that one product in that one color. And so, with the browns of the wood and the browns of the journal, I think that really kind of was a very good choice. And I think the overall feel of the website, while it was dark, was very rustic in its sense. And I don't mean dark in like the bad sense of the word dark, I mean, it was just visually, the colors were relatively muted dark colors. And we chose this nice kind of uh, darker blue. And which was initially that was part of what's called the IMC, the integrated marketing concept, which I think I talked about in one of the earlier podcasts. But the idea was that you could have no matter how your brand that your brand is displayed the same everywhere, no matter whether it's on a billboard or whatever. So for me, we chose to use a brown, a blue and a silver color scheme and a white, obviously, um, in our colors to help kind of create those those that unified look. So we chose the blue and the browns, and the wood looked really nice, and that's kind of the website that you've all come to know and love. But that was back when we had one product, and we were trying to work on having that whole, all of that feel go to that product. Things have changed. Times have changed. The company's changed pretty significantly since then. We now have a much wider and broader product line. We do a lot more in development, and we continue to look at adding more product lines. So for us, a redesign is is necessary. I want to make the website easier to navigate. I want there to be fewer clicks between you and the purchasing process. And I want the ideas that that have come out for us as far as analytics to really be able to shine through. And so that's where I'm going to kind of go through what we've been looking at doing for a website redevelopment. And for us, the first and foremost thing is I want to change the color scheme to a lighter color. I want the background to be a little lighter with dark text on it instead of that darker background with the white text. I think the lighter background is going to help evoke a more artistic sense. And I think the, the more artistic look will help people kind of get the sense that this is beautiful. Plus a lighter background and a lighter text or in and in a darker text will allow the pictures to come out more beautifully. I think they'll be more apparent on the screen, which will help. First and foremost, in all web design, uh, you have to realize that mobile first—the mobile platform of cell phones—is the is the first first and foremost way that people shop. People, particularly for our um, path, our consumer path, people go on their Instagram, they see our ad, they click on our ad, they scroll through our profile, they follow our profile, and then they click on the website, and they go to the website. That's a huge portion of our traffic. The Google Analytics data that we've installed in our Wix website, which is free, by the way, for those of you who don't know really anything about web development, uh, that has told us that that is the case. That's how people use our website. So for me, I wanted to develop a very mobile friendly design, and I think that the first and foremost part of that is using kind of the I'll call it the Pinterest-style design where there's blocks of pictures and then text and then pictures and text and, and having that be something where you can scroll through easily and find. In a lot of the new development of web, and this is very much changed from the early days of the internet, is these big, very open websites that have a lot of white space or a lot of open space because you don't want to give people the feeling that things are are condensed or tight you want to create that same sense of, of openness and transparency which is why oftentimes there's a lot of white space on websites because essentially you have unlimited um unlimited landscape to work with you can just continue to have it scroll and scroll and scroll and there is a limit to how far people will scroll But I think the world of Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and a lot of all of those other social medias have helped craft the behavior of people on their smartphones to be far more willing to just continue to scroll. So you want to be able to say, you know what, I'm not going to make my website too tight. I'm going to have opportunities for people to to feel like there's, there's a chance to move on to the next thing and they go on this adventure. For us, another factor that we want to work on developing is we want to utilize our gallery in a much more specific way. In the old days, it was literally just a collection of pictures that I put up there, and I hadn't really touched it. For us, the gallery is going to become a new area for us to really help our clients, help our customers shop more effectively. So like I mentioned before, a lot of our customers come to us from an ad on Instagram. They see a picture of something they like, and they want to buy it. But up until this point, we haven't done a really good job of helping people find exactly what they saw on that advertisement and get that one thing. A lot of people don't know the names of our products because they don't necessarily read the text under the image. So they don't know that the letter size version is the Murdy number one and that the, the journal size version is the Murdy number two. So using the text, it doesn't often help them find it. So for our galleries now, what we're planning on doing is having a much more... It's going to be much closer to the way our Instagram looks, but what will happen is if you scroll through our gallery and you like something and you like a picture and you see the picture that was the ad that brought you there that you were originally interested in, if you click on that picture, that picture will take you directly to the thing that you can put in your cart and check out, exactly as it is, packaged already, so you don't have to do anything except perhaps add your name. Things like that I think will help streamline our our process. It'll be easier for people to find and to search It'll be much more, I think, intuitive to, to for people to search by pictures. And of course, we'll have our main page of our website. We'll still have very clear and uh, very organized kind of sense of this is the number one, the number two, and the number three, as well as our number five, the other things along those lines. So we're continuing to work on developing and and strategizing around this. And the short answer is it's going to take testing. We're going to have to create it and then see how it goes. We're going to have to develop and redevelop and redevelop and work on new processes and new techniques. And I think for everyone out there who's working on websites, developing websites, looking at selling, starting your own website, you need to realize that you should put on your calendar every six months, just a redesign of the website. Every six months, in my opinion, is the right time at the very least to work on saying, okay, you know what? It's time to fix this. It's time to refresh this. Even though it's working, we need to be willing to break it to make it work next. Because the world of, of the internet is changing so fast and people's preferences and the way they shop change so quickly that if you're taking longer than six months to redesign your website, you're going to get behind the ball and it's going to be much more difficult to catch up. So that's what I've been doing today. Thanks so much for all of you who tuned in today. Be sure to check back in tomorrow for our next topic, and don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at merdicreative.co, or you can contact us via the Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals, and I'll do my best to be available whenever possible, but I do appreciate your patience. If you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community. Uh, And also, word of mouth is a huge, huge advertising ploy that helps us. So if you think it's worth it, share it with your friends. Uh, If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community, and I want to give you guys what you're looking for. And if you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our book discounts available. Thank you so much for tuning in, and have a great day. Goodbye.